The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamualaikum to all the listeners and viewers. I welcome you all to another exciting and educating edition of the Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host Fahad Martin for today's show and I hope and pray that all of us are fit and healthy by the go- grace of Almighty Allah. I do pray that we uh, we all had a nice and positive week so far and looking forward for a nice and relaxing weekend. That's good weather though. This program is broadcasting live from the studios of Inspire FM today Thursday 4th of July 2019. And casting its positive vibes to all our lovely people in Luton. Positive vibes going all across Luton and all the surrounding areas of Luton like Dunstable Harpet and Bedford and definitely reaching airwaves through our uh, website and uh, uh, app and through via Facebook. You can view us uh, on, on our Facebook page by going to uh, Inspire FM Facebook page and click live view. If you're listening to this show on Sunday or any other Thursday, that means it's repeat. But hey-ho, today is not a repeat show. Today is 4th of uh, July, so it, it is a live show uh, if you're listening uh, 4th of July. Right, so um, as we all know that uh, every single week uh, we bring a different uh, health-related topic and we try to put uh, some shining lights on the topics which are on the uh, on the topics which uh, is being uh, needed by the community in different aspects and and we try to uh, spread knowledge as much as we can uh, at the time needed. So, um, um, but then uh, every single time we try to cover different as- different aspects aspects of uh, life and different uh, different topics accordingly so today's topic is uh, is again in the same uh, vision we are trying to view uh, the issues of this one through different vintage point but before that let me share a very uh, unique statistics uh, which is directly related to my show so um, do you know that 56% of children uh, says they worry all the time about something which is really really surprising Surprising and and uh, and it is a quite a lot of percentage of uh, children who are worried about something uh, or everything and and that is something which we will be uh, shining a light on so further uh, w- without further ado uh, the topic for today is mental health in young adults and children Yes, you have heard me correctly. We will be talking about mental health and in, in young adults and children. And definitely, um, as you all know, I'm the presenter of the show, but not the person who will be keep talking about this topic. I have uh, I have such a lovely guest today with me in the studio. Uh, so, uh, joining me today uh, is a doctor who's specialized in in uh, child psychiatry. Uh, is uh, Doctor Sadaf. Uh, Mufti, Islam alaikum, Doctor. Waalaikum salam. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. And also joining me today from Chums is uh, Declan uh, Dung. Hi, Declan. Declan Dung. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's De- a tongue twister. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it is. It is. Uh, sorry. How do you pronounce? Declan 
Duggan. Declan Duggan from Chums, <laughs> from Chums, and and shortly joining us uh, very soon uh, will be Javier uh, Sen, uh, who will be who's our uh, local councillor for uh, South Luton Board. Um, so uh, thank you so much, uh, guys, for coming in today. So uh, let's uh, uh, let's ask you guys uh, to give a bit of intro about yourself. So let's start with you, Doc. Um, I am a specialist in child and adolescent mental health. Um, so I'm a uh, consultant level. Um, uh, I currently work in Hertfordshire, but I was working in, in Bedfordshire until like April last year. Uh, so I know a little bit about how the services um, work here as well. Uh, and I was, uh, I just met Declan a little while um, before the show, and I was just telling him how uh, wonderful his organization is and how impressed I am with Jums. I think we need to know a bit more about what Jums, but, but we'll, that, that'll be Declan. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I think yeah. that's our cue for moving to Declan. Yes. Uh, well, thank you for inviting me to the show. It's a, it's a real pleasure to be here. Um, as, as, as you nearly rolled off your tongue, my name is Declan, and uh, I, I work for Jums Charity. Uh, Jums has been going for uh, 21 years now mm -hmm. and uh, I have a, a very close and emotional personal tie to Chums because uh, when they first began 21 years ago uh, they looked after my family uh, they were started off as a bereavement charity and they looked after my daughter who was 10 at the time after my son was tragically killed in a car crash so I have an affinity with uh, Chums that goes back a long way mm -hmm. uh, I've been involved with them on and off over that period and over the last year, I've joined them on an official capacity. I am now the the uh, corporate and community engagement manager for Bedfordshire mm -hmm. in Luton. And I, what I do is I I try and highlight what they do, and I signpost people for w what their services are, and I try and direct people to the right people who can help. And uh, uh, emotional well-being or mental health issues is very high on the agenda, and we try and uh, work with as many local children in Luton as we possibly can and I know that we've helped uh, lots of children and young adults over many years in Bedfordshire. And and yes you are very c correct because that is an issue which uh, is very common and and but not very much highlighted as such in, in many different uh, for d many different reasons. Um, and 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 when we when we talk about kids, we talk about uh, kids that they are happy and they are well maintained and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, that's not the hundred percent reality. Uh, that's uh, uh, the reality is slightly far fetched from it. Uh, but then uh, again, that's part of life. Uh, there's always goods and bads uh, all away, uh, all across us. Uh, but uh, let's involve our listeners as well, because uh, Javiri will be joining us shortly. So in that time, let's involve our listeners. So listeners. <laughs> If you have any questions or queries today uh, regarding your regarding our show tonight, uh, which is mental health in young adults and children, please give us a call on on zero one five eight two four eight one eight zero one five eight two four eight one eight two two. I repeat zero eight zero one five eight two four eight one eight two two. I don't know why my tongue is still rolling. <laughs> um, and if you uh, if you like, you can send us your questions via WhatsApp uh, and text messages as well on zero triple seven nine. 481822 I repeat 0779481822 and and definitely that is a very very uh, a very uh, hot topic in many different ways and and many uh, uh, near to heart topic for many many people as well and and definitely we do like to know what your views are in in in, in this relation and i'm a bit kind of lucky that my third guest has arrived uh, uh, let's ask her to introduce herself uh, she uh, uh, her name is javeria Assalamualaikum. Sorry for being a bit late. No problem. Public transport. Um, so for those of you who don't know who I am, obviously it's always a pleasure. Uh, it's my first time actually to be on Inspire FM, a brilliant community radio station in Luton. Um, I'm a councillor in South Ward in Luton, born and bred in uh, Dalla Ward. And I'm also a um, community activist and also a social justice campaigner. Mm -hmm. And things I've campaigned on include things such as, um, you know, mental health issues, um, inequality and social justice, especially in Luton. Mm-hmm. 
Oh wow, okay. Uh, and definitely no problem. That's uh, life. People do get late and politicians, you don't expect them to be on time, definitely. <laughs> But that's another topic. That's not that a topic, topic. Exactly, exactly. So, Uh, um let's let's move on let's uh okay let's start from how do we recognize the range of mental health conditions in children and young people because it's a very big range and it starts from one end to another spectrum so uh let's start with our doctor uh doc what do you think um the, the, there can be so many different symptoms uh, and i w- i would want to use a different language let's let's use emotional well-being f- uh, rather than mental health because um you know we, we necessarily you know families necessarily won't think that their child is suffering from a, has a psychiatric disorder and they're right uh, quite often it's not like you know it doesn't uh, cross that threshold where they would get a diagnosis of a like a psychiatric disorder uh, but they are suffering and they are struggling uh, they have a lot of difficulties and they need to be recognized so how the question is how um we might pick uh, i mean what are the symptoms the symptoms would be that they might be more withdrawn they might not um they might appear low in mood uh, they might you know just stay in their own room and not talk to anybody um so this is what, what the family can can observe their sleep might be affected uh they might not be able to express because quite, quite often children are not able to express especially you know depending on the family it does vary from fa- family to family depending on how uh, what the relation what the relationship is like and how they how good they are in talking about things uh, and there can be other uh, uh, other indicators for example they might not be performing that well at school uh, their grades might suddenly start you know uh, dropping i mean they might not want to go to school uh, so there there are a lot of other you know changes that you, you can you can observe in them but quite often they'll they will also be try they'll also be trying to hide uh, their symptoms and uh, one of the major things like you were you were saying there are 54% um people uh, children 56 56% children uh, have reported that they they worry excessively so uh, anxiety so basically that's anxiety uh, and uh, they are worrying and they've got loads of ho- uh, lots of different reasons to worry um mm-hmm. and uh, so that you know if they if you find that your child is worrying too much and you know kind of uh, panicking so those are symptoms as well that that you can pick on mm-hmm. um Declan you have worked uh, you you your sp- uh, being a parent yourself and gone through a, a traumatical incident yes. and then you have worked with with children and 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 working with chums you come across these cases what you what's your take on that well, it, stress and anxiety are are very very prele- uh, prevalent now in in young children and there's so many different things for them to to worry about mm-hmm. and whether it's schools whether it's fashion whether it's their house whether it's their home whether it's their families whether it's jealousy there's there's a, there's a whole range of why children are are anxious and but anxiety ac- actually runs in families mm. and it can be it can be it comes from the top down and it's how we dress it and mm. how we deal with it as as families because they are the first port of call is your family or your carers or your guardians and it's how it's how we deal with it and children have to be able to have the space to talk about how they're feelings and that's that's the emotional side of it and you will find that once children and young adults are are, are given the the platform to to talk to to a responsible adult or a or a family member or their parents some people don't feel like comfortable talking to their parents but they can talk to teachers or TAs or people who who are in their community and i think that's the first really place where they can can get on the road to start thinking about what is it because half the time they're worrying not about too much and then but the thing is if it isn't picked up early it 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 grows and grows and grows and then they become a real anxious state so it's talking that is the the first step for mm. all of these problems is being able to find the right person to talk to all right okay how have you seen the community from the community perspective uh, uh view javeria well for someone who actually lives eats and breathes community i know for a fact that when i was growing up there weren't that many pressures apart from study pressures but now children seem to be in an age of technology where social media is the prevailing force um and that has a huge impact on children obviously wanting to be seen uh, as being in their um peers and so on and not wanting to be to be excluded so that puts a huge amount of pressure on children we talk about schools 
a lot of schools um, but now obviously given the current education system we have a lot of young children that need to you know think about exams at a very early age so they're finding it a bit more tough to grow as children and being normal children because of pressures such as exams they need to start thinking about early about what they're going to do in their lives um, in, you know the age of seven and eight uh, which doesn't help and from a community point of view um, it's basically the lack of funding that we're now finding. Uh, when I was a child, um, I was growing up as part of the youth projects that were taking that were very important and a core part of community in Luton, mm -hmm. uh, where particularly young people and young children from BAME communities were able to take part in activities that were organised by local um, youth organisations uh, where they could actually mingle with other youngsters, you know, go out in school outings. I mean, sometimes your parents or your family weren't able to afford those things. But however, having said that, through the ambit of, um, you know, community youth organizations you were able to go out you were able to you know mingle um, and develop core skills um, but however at the same time have fun and get take part in sports activities and days out mm -hmm. and obviously given now we're in a, such a climate that she's I mean I'm going to say this as a politician austerity driven which has had a huge impact on our youth services um, that's obviously had an impact on our young children and then they're not being able to have that kind of support and have those kind of activities which are very important for them Mm -hmm. in, in terms of when we talk about the mental health itself and, and uh, uh, especially when we talk about child's mental health, one thing which commonly highlights um, uh, and it, it, it triggers or it, it kind of a highlighting factor is the child's behavior. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, in terms of that, and, and, and uh, if you see this thing, so how does a ch mental health affect children's behavior in, 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 in this respect, Doc? You know, I, I, I was, you know, when I was thinking, what should I, what will I talk about in this program? One of the thoughts was, I, I really want to talk about neurodevelopmental disorders mm -hmm. uh, because they don't get talked about enough. We'll be talking about depression, we'll talk about other things, addictions and those, those kind of things, but we don't talk about uh, autism spectrum mm -hmm. disorder we don't talk about ADHD mm -hmm. and they they are there and there's it's 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 very prevalent and e only yesterday I attended a presentation on autism and it's it's you know it's such a, a huge spectrum and you know there are so many people who, who are functioning all right I mean autism doesn't straight away get, um, you know it shouldn't be translated now it, it does get translated as somebody who is, who's got a learning disability and mm -hmm. who's got a lot of behavioral problems challenging behavior. no it's not it can be somebody who's high functioning high achieving mm -hmm. doing it all right at school but then having serious meltdowns at home and tantrums and other you know difficulties and they are dealing with it and that that needs to you know people need to be aware of it that you know um, does your it, is your child child having some social communication difficulties? Um, uh, for example, they, they're called. I, I like I like the term socially blind. They they are and you know. So if your child is getting bullied from a, a small you know from a young age and keeps getting bullied and all you know in primary school and moves on to secondary and gets bullied, it's because other children they they can pick up something that parents might not have picked. There is something in the child, and that something is autism, and it's not an illness. At, as such, mm, it's, it's just yeah. that they are different, mm -hmm. and um, they, it is a developmental disability. Mm -hmm. And um, as I said, you know, they might be functioning all right, but they are struggling. And you know, we need to—they need to be identified, and they need to be told this is what you have, and then they can cope better with life, and others can understand them better. Mm -hmm. So that's one. And the other is ADHD. A lot of you know, children who are, you know who are, who are kind of uh, classified as naughty and things, but they're not naughty. They have ADHD, and they, that needs to be kind of identified as well. Mm -hmm. So it there needs to be an awareness. Um, of these disorders and then we can you know like you were saying what are other behavioral problems so you know again you know uh, you know there, there's you know there's a lot of like, I think Javeria can talk more about it I mean what, what's happening in the community I mean what's ha happening with, with younger boys uh, you know in terms of what, why, why are they joining gangs and what's happening uh, to the country it's, 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 a, it's a big problem it, it is mm -hmm. becoming worse by the day then there are other children you know uh, who will be in who will be uh, looked after children, they'll be in care. Uh, and then having gone through that experience of uh, having been removed from their family and then being uh, placed in care and then, mm. you know, uh, all the, you know, breakdowns of foster, foster um, uh, homes. And and then, you know, that that's how it 
it kind of goes out of hand and their behavior goes out of hand and they, they, they turn towards criminality. I mean, there's a reason why young boys turn towards criminality. Sometimes it's because they don't have a uh, father figure uh, in their life. They they just need some kind of empowerment and th they get that from, uh, you know, ga uh, kind of joining gangs and having that belonging and having, you know, and these are these are these are there. And then there are in our community, you know, we need we need to talk about it. There is a problem of, um, you know, balancing the identity hmm. so there's a cultural hmm. identity there's a religious identity and th then there's other things there is a clash and we need to accept it that and we need to talk about it and this can all be you know this can all be talked uh, talked uh, about and it can be sorted out <laughs> it's not something that can never be you know uh, we can never rec reconcile with hmm. different identities we can have all these identities uh, for example i know of a young girl very uh, doing very well uh, her father's a doctor and and then she is having a problem at the moment she's questioning uh, you know some, some of the things her parents tell her because she knows the religion as well she says that hey it, it's not in our religion mm. either and it's not in the local culture either. where is that and this is something the parents have brought from their culture mm -hmm. uh, as, and then but they they are passing it on to her as religion if, I, if I'm making sense, yes, so you are. This, this is from a culture. This is a cultural thing. This is not a religious thing. But then here is this young person. Uh, he, she confused in yeah, the whole she, and she wants mm -hmm. somebody to talk to about mm -hmm. it. So what we need in the community is we need some people who who will listen to these people and who can you know address these issues. And there are these issues, and you know th th this all all of this needs to be addressed. Um, so. Yeah, and yeah, Chums perfectly fits on those uh, on those yeah. ticks on the boxes. Mm. Chums picks up the uh, picks up the um, the overload of, of of what's happening in our society at the moment, and the reason why Chums is is thriving is because it's the workload. Unfortunately, is there. Mm -hmm. um, there are so many children being referred mm -hmm. to Chums, and you're talking mm -hmm. about growing up in in communities, and uh, it, you know. As parents, we are the biggest role models mm -hmm. growing mm -hmm. up, you know, and they are our first, the first port of call. And then if it isn't us, it's the, the, uh, the other members of the family or the extended family or further out into the community. And it's, you know, I touched on it earlier of children being able to speak to people. But I think the doctor just touched on it a moment ago about all the, the poor children who haven't got that stability, mm -hmm. you know who are in foster care homes or in or mm. in care and uh, it's very very difficult and and you know i know that the workload the capacity that the chum staff are working to at the moment there is a uh, it's it's running at full and unfortunately and i think javira touched on it earlier and this is not a political show whatsoever this is a medical show mm -hmm. but <laughs> it all works because the the the, the, the cuts in funding are, are, are so well highlighted now mm -hmm. that we haven't got enough staff to, to, to carry out the capacity of the workload. We, you know, we could do with another 50 staff, but mm. why have we got that? And, and Chums is, is a charity relying on fundraising in the community. Mm -hmm. And I don't personally, although I love Chums with a passion and I, 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 I highlight the work that they do everywhere I go, I, we need... The, you know, this type of work needs sustainable funding to carry out the service, mm -hmm. not relying on shaking uh, collection tins at supermarkets. We should be, be able to be funded in a proper and sustainable way to help these poor children who really need help. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the, the, the waiting lists for children to be seen, um, and it's if you huge. go through the CAM mm -hmm. systems... Mm -hmm. It's it can be eighteen months, two years, and mm -hmm. it's too late to work with these children. Sometimes it's 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 past and gone. Mm -hmm. um, we try and seize these children as quickly as possible, and then work out how we can help them. But the capacity now is it's it's everything is is done sort of uh, uh, spare not thinly or sparingly, but it's difficult to catch all the children. And we had. Uh, in families, I think seven thousand referrals last year. Wow! And wow. we could only work with four and a half thousand. And those seven thousand referrals are from the whole Bedfordshire, or is it just from Bedfordshire? Luton? Yes, from in Bedfordshire. Okay. And we could only pick up four and a half thousand. 
So the other ones are still waiting to be seen or on waiting lists. And uh, it's, it's very, very difficult. We love the work, though, and we will always do it, and we are there to do it. But funding is a major issue. So uh, being a political side uh, politician and, and a councillor, what uh, are your uh, visions to, to, to help uh, in funds of, uh, f- to, f- to create funds and, and to support projects uh, for mental health, Javidia? Well, uh, Luton Borough Council obviously works in strategic partnership with a number of organisations, including, um, you know, the NHS Hospital, mm-hmm. uh, through which they work in partnership to ensure that their next five to six years, the main targets are ensuring health and well-being of communities, and that includes primarily children, because the children are the ones that are going to be leading us, especially this town, which is going mm-hmm. through a huge transformation um, into the future, and that's important um, to start at an early age, and that's basically, as Declan has said, t- tackling. Uh, those core issues but I mean there's one thing I actually want to touch upon obviously not I mean we're not trying to be um, this is obviously isn't a political show but it's more on the more the health aspect is that it may be the case that there may be signs I mean you know children spend a lot of time at um, home but the other time they where do you, they do spend a lot of time is at school mm. now it may be the case that teachers given that the workloads that the teachers have in terms of marking administrative and so on they may or may they may need additional training to obviously identify, for example, what the doctor said, what mm-hmm. autism, mm. what are the signs of autism. Mm. There may be additional factors involved, things such as, um, you know, a child who's really hyperactive, mm. how to deal with that. Or it could be the case that, you know, a teacher may feel that that's actually quite normal in a child, mm-hmm. where a child is unusually aggressive. You know, again, a teacher can say that, that perhaps that this is probably them being... Uh, you know, this is probably them... It's part of their growing up phase. So this is where I think... The fact that, I mean, we need to support our teachers especially and provide them with the training that is necessary, you know, with regular training and workshops for this. I have to stop you over there, unfortunately, Javeria, because the time has passed really, really quickly. We're going towards a uh, uh, first ad break. Uh, we will be back after a few minutes, so stay tuned and we'll be right back. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and good evening to all our listeners and viewers. Viewers. Welcome back to the Health and Fitness Show. I'm Fahad Matin, your host for today's evening. And we are talking about a very important topic, which is mental health in young and ad- uh, young adults and children. Uh, with our lovely guest today in the studio are uh, Dr. Sadar Mufti, Daknan Dungan, and and Javeria Hassan. And I think so. I've pronounced mispronounced the name again. Sorry, Declan. How do you pronounce your name? Declan. Duggan. Declan Duggan. Sorry, yes. it's, it's it's a tongue twister in its own right. Exactly. <laughs> and unfortunately, I'm well known for mispronouncing my guest <laughs> name. So apologies. it happens to me all the time. So listen, please don't worry about it. So how are you guys? All good. All good. Very uh, good. Thank you. Okay. Um, so this program is broadcasting live today on fourth uh, of uh, July, two thousand and nineteen, from the studios of Inspire FM for our lovely people in Luton and the surrounding areas of Luton, uh, like Dunstable Harpen in Bedford, and definitely reaching all over the world uh, through our website uh, web, uh, web uh, through our website web app uh, and mobile app and uh, definitely uh, other social media outlets now before we went on break um, uh, we were talking about uh, the communal issues and and Javier was highlighting it so nicely and I, I interrupted her. I'm so sorry no, Javier. you did <laughs> so uh, but what can I do it was time for break know, and it's I not know, easy know, to know, and sometimes we have to be very very careful with politicians we have to be very very political with politicians so uh, anyhow uh, so moving on now I'm a member of the community first I think 
the politics come secondary. Uh, <laughs> I love kidding. my community, but I'm a member of the community. First, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Julia. Uh, so, um, yes, in, in terms of the um, um, uh, community issues, and there are so many community issues, and in, in that, in on that note, I definitely want our listeners to get involved as well. So, listeners. If you have any questions or queries regarding our topic today, uh, you can call us on uh, 015824818222. I repeat, 015824818222. Uh, you can send your questions via WhatsApp and text messages on 0779481822. Uh, 0779481822. So now, in terms of the community, when we talk about community, uh, there are so uh, the community issues itself comes very very in. Uh, variety of range and areas so let's uh doc what do you think what are the common communal issues you come across being a um, doctor you know, in that yes there's, there's some issues which are very specific to asian community the uh, first that comes to mind is stigma so nobody this was obviously you know, at the beginning i said please change the language let's not use mental health let's not this is emotional well-being mm, especially and i was uh, trying to tell you that you know in among children and we're young adults i would say less than 18 it's not usually i mean it's very rare to actually see somebody with psychosis so like in last two years i must have seen four four patients with psychosis mm. or bipolar or you know like I mean there is a lot of people who get the uh, diagnosis or who are given the diagnosis of depressive disorder but mm-hmm. you know it's iffy if if their life would change they they perhaps would come out of the depression and it's not like that you know the depression that you see with adults um so it is a lot to do this is basically psychological issues and i often you know people want to deny no i don't have any issues that i mean if you don't have any issues you're not alive you know mm-hmm. if you have a psych- if you have a head you have a psychology and if you have a psychology you will have psychological problems yeah that's how simple it is and everybody has psychological problems and if you don't have them you're not alive <laughs> so <laughs> this is and you know this is so we need to we really need to get rid of the stigma and we need to have um, a more understanding of psychology Uh, which is lacking in our community we don't have the language we don't in our language we don't really have the relevant words um, about you know like emotions mm. ha- have we taught our children the words for various emotions have we given them that emotional language so your child comes to you, i've got a headache he's not got a headache he's stressed about something so you have to make him say no i haven't got a headache i am up- upset about this and this and that and you have to kind of keep keep understanding your child and keep you know gu- gu- guiding him in the right direction and help him develop this language because it's a lot like uh, Dagnus uh, s- saying earlier it's a lot about talking it is all about talking uh, you know and first yeah first understanding what's happening and when you're talking so basically you ba- you w- when you're able to talk about it but what it means is that you know about it first mm-hmm. and you take can take a step back and you can say okay this is what's happening with me and then you can talk about it hey i think i i'm upset because uh, the teacher favored the other student and didn't favor me or my mother favors um uh, my other sibling and not me so there are these this thing that needs to be addressed we need to have uh, psychological uh, emotional language we need to talk about psychological issues we need to kind of identify it. sometimes it's so frustrating with asian community you know uh, uh, throughout the years i've been working uh, with asian community i, I won't say a lot but you know i've had some patients and it's very well known about asians that you know either they will be talking about physical problems or it will be a spiritual problem and what is the psychological problem <laughs> in between yeah so they'll be uh, coming with oh, a headache and it's not a headache it's something i've got a tummy ache it's not a tummy ache the child is anxious about he's worried about going to school so he pretends it's a tummy ache and and these kind of expression of uh, psychological d- distress is more common among children anyway and if you know I- in our community if you're not using those languages if you're not uh, talking about these things uh, because you know as adults we, we don't have anything at all you know <laughs> most people think i've got nothing i've got no problems you know but it's it's it was it's, perfect my childhood yeah. it is <laughs> impossible is it is i would say it's no. impossible everybody has you know there are minor and major mm-hmm. problems so but everybody has problems and you need to uh, say that and you need to you know we need to be able to say that and we need to identify them and we need to talk about them and we need to uh, equip our children with the correct you know language uh, so that they can express themselves or it's going to manifest in different ways mm-hmm. and it those are not going to be healthy ways mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, spiritual so i just touched on so it's if it's not this then there's this but hey there is 
you know if you if you go if you have if we have like a abdominal problem a big you know we will go to a doctor and we'll see a surgeon yeah why is it when we got a psychological problem we will still kind of not want to see somebody who's an expert in it there are experts yeah the, yeah a spiritual doctor that is yeah <laughs> you know this is also a science it's not a fake science you know it's a science it's very real it's it does fix a lot of problems but our community needs to be more kind of um, aware of it and mm-hmm. more accepting of this fact because it, we don't seem to have accepted it we kind of dismiss it because you know uh, you know some people even think that you know if you are depressed you your faith is weak no it's not it doesn't it doesn't mean that no you have strong faith and you are you can also be depressed that's fine mm-hmm. uh, because we're human beings and we'll go through all emo- uh, same same sort of emotion emotions but faith in a way it does help of course it is it's very very helpful and there's a lot of evidence out there that people who have faith for example youngsters who believe in god they can go uh, better than people who might not have faith who might and one of the things i wanted to say was it's uh, it's all right to you know you know then the spiritual unfortunately some people start thinking you know we need to go to faith healers and we need to there's a jinn or there's some black magic and there's the okay if we can do that as well i'm not going to go going to go into that discussion whether we should do, but okay let's leave it as a third step let's okay first like let's identify let's try to do what we can help you know in the family what can we can how we can make the child's life easier and mm-hmm. understand his problems second is let's go to a psychology uh, you know some somebody who knows uh, a psychiatrist or somebody and then the, let's let make it the third step that's all I'm trying to say let's let's kind of leave it as a, as a kind of later step you know if it, if this doesn't work so um uh, i was saying that you know the with uh, psychology with you know uh, spiritual um things you know it's it's very misunderstood you know i i would i would classify myself as a religious person as well and i would say that you know what what we do is we kind of look at the surface we we give kind of surface information on the religion to our children mm-hmm. but we need to give deeper information for example we need to talk about the world we we need to talk about the philosophy of life we need to talk about you know w- what what do we understand from an islamic perspective what what is life about and life is a test mm-hmm. so if you start from life is a test life is suffering and then you should be grateful that you got all body organs and all body parts you know and that's what you that's your what your expectation should be and then you know if you if you have an adverse effect uh, event in your life then you can cope for the better but if you're already okay you should be the best life should be perfect every no bad thing should happen you know you you can't deal with it but this is also from the religion what, what i just said we all know that you know but we kind of you know shelve it somewhere mm-hmm. and we don't keep it in you know in our in our, uh, in our constant thinking that life is a test actually it's meant we are we are meant to kind of face all sorts of tests and be strong so what i would strongly emphasize is that uh, parents talk about the religious understanding of uh, the world and the you know the, uh, the philosophy of life with their children because that equips them It, they they might think oh they're too too you too young for it but no they're not and one of the things that's very important that they should talk about is how the world works you know who controls the world you know a lot of psychiatric uh, psychological disorders are linked to because people children don't understand who is in control they feel that i you know for example the psychology of self harm to some extent is where they blame themselves for doing something wrong but they have to understand that the world and for example our belief is, is in the quran that not a leaf falls without the will of god mm-hmm. so if you understand not a leaf falls without the will of god and everything is in his hands then you know in my hands there is of course i've got free will and i can do some uh, some things but it's only very little that's in my hand so if my uh, uncle died mm-hmm. uh, it, it was all part of god's plan mm-hmm. if uh, if i had an accident and i broke my leg it was all part of god's plan it wasn't something to do with me that i didn't walk the right way or something you know mm-hmm. so it is it is very helpful and a lot of people will think oh it's general to you but they're not they have these questions and they need to be answered mm-hmm. and they might not ask that question they will not ask that question okay and you have to answer that that question without them asking it mm-hmm. um so this is very very important this is what i would say is the spiritual treatment and then uh, that uh, spiritual treatment is uh, you know teaching about gratitude this is a main theme of our religion gratitude patience okay if they learn that to be grateful in all uh, all you know all situations to be patient this this is going to turn their life around you know they can always you know whatever there's an issue and you can look at it in one way and you can look at at it and say the same thing in another way you can totally reframe it 
you know um, you can say okay this this is uh, this is a, a difficulty that uh, i'm facing but okay i'll i'll be patient and i'll get reward for it in the hereafter i mean this is not the our our understanding of uh, this life is is not it's not just limited to this world there's there's a there's a, another world i mean that's that's the main part of the religious belief that mm -hmm. there's a hereafter so even if you are facing just difficulties and difficulties and difficulties but then it, this is not the end of it it's good because you will get all the reward for it in the mm -hmm. next world and children need to know that they need to be reminded about it mm -hmm. rather than just you know kind of do superficial okay read the quran yeah that's fine you read the quran as well but you know how much will a child understand you have to chill mm -hmm. the teachings and you have to break it down and you have to explain to the child so that it will sink in and he can develop that uh, you know uh, he, he can develop that you know understanding of 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 what's happening in life mm -hmm. and this is all you know very relevant this is what i would say the spiritual treatment mm -hmm. indeed yeah. indeed uh, and, and declan you see people on a daily basis in terms of uh, uh, you come across people who have similar thing you you yourself have gone through uh, yeah. a, a difficult phase in in your life so uh, i just want to touch on a very quick basis mm. what do you reckon it's 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 you know these are all difficult issues no matter what community you come from mm -hmm. i go into schools uh, recently i went into a, a, a lovely big uh, stockwood park academy and did a talk with the year seven the whole year seven 240 kids and to try and and uh, and there is a complete cross section of the community, and I mean a complete cross section mm -hmm. in that school in Farley Hill, and they were. Uh, I didn't know how they were going to take to me, and I didn't know how I was going to take to them. But they are the worst. That is the hardest group that you could ever go to address and speak to is mm -hmm. school years, and when there's a whole of them. But once they got to <laughs> once they got to uh, to listen uh, about about certain types of illness because that's what it is mm. uh, it, we, you know we can be ill in our bodies mm -hmm. but the the invisible hidden one is the illness in the mind mm -hmm. and it's how it's dealt with and how you treat it and most illnesses in the mind can be dealt with by starting off by talking about them mm -hmm. and most of them are anxiety and stress problems indeed and seriously and they can be and i think no matter what community you come from it that is the same principle mm, applies. Absolutely. I mean, the psychology is universal. It's, you know, it's the same psychology. You don't write different books or different, you know, different psychology for different communities. It's, it is yeah. universal. That's what I mean. It's also science. Please and accept it. We, we are all spiritual in our own way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're all, we've all got emotions in our own way. Mm -hmm. And it's how we deal with them. And I think that the more we speak about them, I know we've had like a... People call it the added bonus of having our royal family in this country mm -hmm. uh, who have suffered and have uh, mental health issues and openly talking about them in, in, in the mainstream media. That is a help along the way. It's not a cure, but it's a start. And it's about people talking. And most of these little small problems can be dealt with as simply as starting off by talking to each other mm -hmm. and seeking the right type of uh, help and be signposted to the right person. That's that, that's the basics of it. Mm -hmm. And I think every child has that right, no okay. matter what age. Indeed, mm -hmm. indeed. Now, wow, the time has almost uh, coming to an end. Well, there's only uh, 10 minutes to go uh, before the end of the show. I do want to touch uh, a basis of um, bullying and harassment, uh, which we have uh, heard in the first part of the show. So bullying and harassing uh, harassment is is a very common factor uh, to uh, to have uh, emotional well-being issues. Um, it is true. Now let's start with you, Javeria. Is it true? Bullying and harassment. Well, f this is from someone who actually did suffer bullying when I was a young kid. Um, the reason why I suffered bullying was because I was the only Asian, as it was, in an all-white school. Uh, this was years ago, uh, where obviously issues of racism were prevalent, especially in Luton. Uh, I suffered bullying. Um, you know, it was I, I used to get picked on by kids. Never used to talk about it much, but obviously uh, that made me become a stronger person to make sure that I stand up for the rights of others, especially those who I feel were vulnerable. Um, so, I mean, it has an impact. But however, having said that, again, it just just goes back down to I mean, young children either in the home environment or they're actually at school. Uh, well, obviously, bullying and getting harassed by peers is an issue, but it, unfortunately. It's just, again, we were discussing during the break, uh, the doctor and also with Declan, is the fact that, you know, teachers have enough on their plates. Um, 
than being able to deal with all these other issues but perhaps it could be the case that there are so what used to happen, if I can just take back to when I was at um, college, for instance, I studied at Luton Sixth Form College. Luton Sixth Form College were quite brilliant. And what they used to have is that they employed two community youth workers. Mm-hmm. Now, what these community youth workers were, were basically uh, members of the community who were there as youth workers who young young people could actually go and speak to about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. It may be the case that maybe things that you can't speak to to your teacher. It could be the things that there are things you can't speak to actually to your parents mm-hmm. because you may think that they may think of you otherwise it may you may feel uncomfortable as it were um but you know that's what these roles were of these community youth workers were i mean basically what they were doing you were speaking to them they were obviously as well as that they were organizing events for you they were trying to bring the youth together in terms of sports and arts and culture and so on but they were there primarily for you to go and speak to like a community counselor mm-hmm. type thing who you can go and speak to uh, that's i mean those i find actually at Sixth Form College that was a brilliant help um, as I think that's probably something that's lacking you know a role model in the community like a youth worker that you can actually go and speak to mm-hmm. um, you know and this obviously boils down also goes to the fact and deals with the other issue of again like I said mm-hmm. coming back to the same point is about you know funding mm-hmm. we need funding for our youth services our you know youth services are starving I mean this is where you know our um, youth workers used used to actually get paid from but now obviously mm-hmm. most the ones that are still around, especially in Luton, are actually voluntary. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they do a fantastic job. I mean, one thing I'd like to say about Luton is that, I mean, Luton's third sector is absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. when it comes to having all those extra charities, all those volunteers uh, from Chums to other organisations such as, um, uh, you know, I want to mention the Mind BLMK, uh, Stepping Stones, Noah. They mm-hmm. do fantastic work. I mean, you know, our third sector is the backbone of um, Luton. And, you know, the amount of work, and the amazing work that they actually do in terms of providing those essential services mm-hmm. which unfortunately we're not able to provide otherwise you know through that vol- those volunteers those committed times actually that actually helps quite a lot and especially with young people now i mean that's really uh, very very important indeed 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 and, and and i must say yes it is very very uh, important to highlight those as well um, what is your uh, clinical assessment uh, have you have you seen any of the kids regarding bullying and harassment of course yeah, bullying you know the, the the child's world can be summed as a family and school yeah, mm-hmm. if he's at school and he's not homeschooled, so that's that's the child's entire world. And if you know he is, um, uh, you know he he was in a friend friendship circle and suddenly he's not in that friendship circle he fell out with them. That's the end of his world sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you know, especially we, we have to be careful about you know uh, when the children transition from primary to secondary school, they're going to a big school and that's a that's a difficult time of life for a child. And um, there was that, that very un, uh, unfortunate, you know, very very drastic. I mean, it was very sad uh, case of that eleven year old mm. Asian boy hanging himself. Mm. Uh, somewhere in the Midlands or somewhere, um, and it was you know th- th- this can happen, and mm. it was all related to bullying. And nowadays, I mean, this is how bad it can be. Nowadays, the community, uh, com- it's uh, the mobile phone, mobile yeah, phones exactly. and, and the social media. Social media. media. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I would say, you know, if if uh, people can do it, they should ban their children from social media. Mm. For example, I've told my children you can have a social media after I'm dead, but <laughs> n- not until that, because it is so detrimental. There's so many things, and and you know, we, do, we just don't have the time. To, I, I could kind of. Identify all the things, how they affect a mm. child, and how you know they kind of affect everything in mm. them, and how it can actually lead to you know a disaster basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so social media, no, no, no social media. And the other thing is, you know, they, as I was saying, uh, I'll again come back to that. You know, some people, that is, it's much more common than we think, the neurodevelopment mm. disorders. And if your child is getting bullied, it might be because they, they, the other children, as I said, they're picking in him something that we don't even, we are not even aware of because. They're kind of more or less all right, but mm. we know there's something not right. But and that that might be the reason. Exactly, Declan have some uh, stats as well, Declan. Well, there's there's there's, there's huge stats on 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 bullying, uh, and it's about you know the young children. It's it's well, this is self harm. I've got it on bullying, but uh, just to go back to your bullying, um, there's two types of bullying. There's physical. Mm. Bullying from the big boy to the to the mm. to the scared kid, and then there's emotional mm. and uh, bullying. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably find that some of the children that we've all been talking about this evening, they are the easy target of bullies in school, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So the, the children who are suffering from emotional well-being issues mm. already are, st- are also are the ones that suffer from bullying too, mm. which is it's it's mm. a double mm. it's a double whammy on top yeah. of these poor children. Mm. But uh, you know, I, I know that schools are trying to uh, 
are trying to uh, you know to to work on this terrible terrible scourge but when you look at what the teachers they're trying to put so much work onto teachers but without all the work that they're doing already they're now trying to introduce i think the last throw of theresa may's premiership is to tell the teachers they've now got to learn to become mental health therapists too and then they have to watch out for bullying I think we, we, we need separate uh, therapists in school mm. to look mm. after this. Exactly. Mm. I don't exactly. think teachers I agree are with the you ones. That. Mm. And then it's also about I mean, values. It's, it's yeah. a lot about you know, teaching and your child the right yeah, values. Yeah. You know? I mean, one of, of the most important things mm. I really want to touch upon, which I think is very important, is we need to talk about the mothers mm. um, you know, mm. in a family. Uh, let's talk about the stigma in Asian families, for, for instance, around mental health. Because mental health is a huge issue. I mean, it's, an, it's a topic in itself. And mental health around adults. That's huge. That's something that needs to get addressed. It needs to be, you know, spoken about. They, it needs to be addressed. You know, it, there needs to be a proper conversation about this. But when it comes to mental health, mental health in Asian, you know, in the Asian communities, that's something that needs to get addressed. That's something that needs to get sp- spoken about. And one of the groups of people that we need to talk about are the mums. Mm. I mean, your dads are out there trying to, you know, be the breadwinners. Uh, that's what they what that's what they're trying to do. But mm-hmm. then obviously it's the mothers that actually spend a lot of time a lot of time with their children. Now sometimes what usually happens is sometimes you have mums or you know newlyweds, especially women who come across uh, come abroad from the Southeast Asian communities, and they have a bit of a when they come into the UK they need to be provided with services, access to services, help, and so on. But it's a, it's the integration issue. I mean, who do they go to if they need to talk about X, Y, and Z? Who do they go to? You know, how do they need to open up a bank account? How do they need to access services? How do they need to go and speak to Lutheran Council? That kind of stuff. It's about those integration issues. Mm-hmm. And obviously that can lead to mothers feeling under pressure. So, I mean, it's important that, you know, it's we need to talk about, you know, the mental health issues that those mums actually face and it's really important that it's you know it's now is the time that obviously our community needs to address those and start talking about those well, and how yes, can do that definitely definitely Th- that's um, at a bigger level but it's it also you know mother's emotional health yeah is it is it, it, so important mm-hmm. for a child's well-being mm-hmm. indeed mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully inshallah we will do on this uh, we will talk more about this subject unfortunately the time for today is almost and uh, a very quick ma- minute for uh, a quick messages from all of you uh, before we end the show uh, so let's start with uh, you Declan well I, I just want to be able to put it out there that there is help and support four families mm-hmm. out there and chums is one of them um young minds is another one uh child line is mm-hmm. another one to give you great advice there's many many uh, ways of of, uh, of 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 seeking advice and getting the right signpost to the right people but if anybody wants to contact chums they can do it we have a great website which is fully kitted out for information and they can contact us anytime 24 hours a day thank you uh, a quick 10 second message um yeah m- mums uh, need to kind of be more proactive uh, about um, you know the you know picking up the signs of uh, poor mental health thank you Javiri? Uh, my last message is basically you we're going to be supporting um, our young children we need to do more to support our young children our adults uh, you know around mental health and we need to raise more awareness um, and there are information on the Lutero borough council website um, mm. on how to tackle and deal with these issues Perfect. Thank you so much all for coming in today and discussing about this topic. And we will definitely share this topic again in future times. Uh, until next week, I'm your host, Fahad Matin. Uh, please remember us in the Dubas. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.